This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 285, baby. Oh yeah, we are getting closer to episode 300, aren't we? What am I going to do for episode 300? I've got no idea. So if you have any ideas, let me know. Anyway, in today's episode, I speak to the Hellraiser about British politics, as it's something that's been in the news recently a few times, hasn't it? And in this episode, particularly, we speak about British prime ministers. Then in the family episodes, we continue talking about British politics in general, especially since Brexit that wonderful thing that happened a few years ago and how everything's been so perfect since Brexit. And of course, some not safe for the public R&R stories in the family episodes. So like usual, this conversation finishes after 20 minutes and continues in the family area. Family membership is now open until further notice, okay? Because it's just getting a bit confusing for me to open close. So if you would like to become a member and listen to all of this episode, plus 1,000 other episodes that have not been heard in the public and lots of other wonderful things, go to rockandrollenglish.com and become a member. Other big news is my fluency via pronunciation and storytelling course, which starts again next week, next Monday and next Tuesday. Now, the first course was a huge success. I had great feedback and now the course is bigger and better. There are 24 places available on the courses in total. Eight have already been taken. So if you'd like to join the course, go to rockandrollenglish.com slash fluency. Just remember as well, this could, I repeat, could be the last time I run the course live because soon it will be a digital course. So if you would like me as your teacher for the next seven weeks, you know what to do. You also have until midnight tonight to have a 50 euro discount. Okay, if you would like that 50 euro discount, you just need to contact me and say the word action in the message because I want to see you are motivated. But anyway, on to today's pod. There are a few names of people we talk about on the episode. Politicians, obviously. Now, luckily, you don't really need to know who they are because we just talk about their appearance and other things. But there is one person in particular we speak about. Ed Bulls. That's right, Bulls. Like the thing footballers kick and the things that, you know, bulls. I will say no more about this. Just listen to the episode. I will talk to you all again at the end. Happy listening. Hellraiser, how are you today? Wonderful, mate. How are you? Always fantastic. Always fantastic. Even though we did start a few minutes late, didn't we? Because you text me saying you were having a ham and cheese sandwich. Was a good sandwich? It was great. It was great. It kind of linked in quite well because you were taking a shit, weren't you? That's, mm. So you, you messaged me and you said you were going to be late because your uh, your poo had overrun. Um, well, Time-wise, I hope, not consistency. 
it hadn't overrun. It was just not planned for because I had a lesson finishing at the exact time we were supposed to be meeting. This is the problem with online teaching. You do your slots like 10 to 11 and then you're the 11 to 12 slot. So you don't have time for a changeover. And then if a shit comes, you don't put that in the calendar before. They just come out of nowhere. Well, you've got to schedule a bit of time for shits, haven't you? <laughs> shits and giggles. Um, it's like a 10-minute ten, ten buffer. Yeah, so nice word there, buffer. Like a, just a space there. But you can't do that after every lesson, can you? Because you don't know when it's going to come. This is the this is the problem with poos. You, they they just come out of nowhere. They don't. You normally get, I normally get some kind of warning. Otherwise, how many times a day do you have to change your trousers if this is happening to you? <laughs> that is well, con- concerning, mate. Yeah, but you don't get a warning the day before when you're planning your day, do you? You don't get a warning that you need to go to do a poo the day before. Do, yeah, but do you not like normally have clockwork? Like maybe there's one, at, <laughs> maybe you have one at eight and the next one probably roll in about... I know, 11.30, and then your evening one. It's, that is strange because when I had a nine-to-five office job, it was like clockwork. Every day, 11 o'clock in the morning, go to the toilet to do my business. But now I live a kind of rock and roll lifestyle, you know, self-employed, <laughs> st- don't really put on any proper clothes all day, wear the same clothes, <laughs> jogging bottoms and a zip-up hoodie. I just changed T-shirt and pants, really, and socks. Um, then you find your shits don't have that regular flow to them anymore. It's a strange thing. I'm going to be honest with you. That sounds more um, vagrant than rock and roll. But You're going to have to explain what vagrant means to the listeners and to me there, Hellraiser. You... It's more than two syllables. Uh, I mean, you, you just explained it, your life of not, not getting dressed, you know, going from place to place, just... Um... Okay, down and out. Let's let's call it that. Down and out. Right. Okay. Nice. Like not good. Let's just, say you just don't care. You just don't care about yourself. <laughs> You've lost all meaning in life. This comes up on most podcasts that we record together, doesn't it, Hellraiser? <laughs> yes. Okay. I have lost hope of life. I am depressed. Okay. So <laughs> let, let's now move on to the podcast. Okay. Okay. Um, that that's why I tell. I always say I'm always fantastic at the beginning of the pod. It's like, you know, like pep talk to myself. It's like a pep talk to motivate yourself for the yeah. podcast and for life in general. I yeah. wake up in the morning. The first thing I say is I'm fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was eating your breakfast out of a bean can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just keep saying it. I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. That's I'm good, fantastic. man. It's good affirmations. I like it. Yeah, another nice word, affirmation. So something you repeat to yourself to really believe it. So, um, yes, reviews. Do you think we have a review? Yeah, yeah, why not? We are running towards the end now, people. So please start leaving them. Yeah, we do a Facebook one and it's from Bao Nguyen. Sorry, say that again. (laughs) I don't even know if this person will actually recognize this is the review that he left because my pronunciation is so bad. Um, so yeah, simple. And it's a Facebook review, always good. And it says, great podcast about British, English and culture. You are awesome. Keep on rocking, Martin. 
beautiful. That's how easy it is to leave a review. Just two lines, five stars, whatever platform. Boom shakalaka. Um, Col- so- culture, culture's a bit a bit loose. Uh, we just spent <laughs> like five minutes talking about shit. So that's not that's not all British culture's about. Just uh, there's other stuff out there. Don't rely on us for your cultural intake. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Um, although that is still a, a large part of certainly culture in in my eyes. That's what I because I like Agreed. to talk about it a lot. So um, on to today's pod. Finally starting. Um, t- obviously, you don't know what we're talking about. Hellraiser. It's been a surprise. Are you excited? Very. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't sleep last night. I can imagine. So um, we are talking about a very hot topic. Like you just mentioned, we talk about culture, hard-hitting topics. So we're talking about British politics today, okay? Great. So how much do you know about politics from zero to ten? I know it's been going pretty well for um, British politics just in general <laughs> recently. Really uh, It's been going think pretty so. well. I think, I think that if anything, it's just that cemented the, um, the British image abroad, which is... Um, which is just one of like pure organization efficiency, um, <laughs> good decisions, and uh, good people at the top. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's the perfect way to describe it. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about this now. Um, I think I, as you mentioned earlier, when you gave that warning about culture, I don't have much idea what I'm talking about, but that's never stopped me making podcasts and talking about things (laughs) in the past. So we'll be fine. I did read a couple of books about politics a few years ago. And I honestly thought after those two books that I read, I was like Karl Marx. I thought like this, (laughs) (laughs) like you come to me. And even when I was reading the book, this was actually before Mrs. R&R. And I just remember thinking, God, if someone saw me now just sitting in my apartment on my own, reading a book about politics, they would just think, look how fucking cool that guy is. You, 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 know, you are aware that Noel Gallagher's autobiography isn't uh, a book about politics. <laughs> That's the only well, book that I know that you've read. I actually haven't even read that. FYI, I don't even know if he has one. So Noel Gallagher being the lead singer. No, sorry, the uh, one of the brothers from Oasis. No, it was it was proper about politics. What was it called? It was called the Establishment. Okay, oh, I've actually got that. Yeah, sure. Have you read it? No. <laughs> well, I have. So I'm I'm more intelligent than you. Okay, I did actually read once. You should always read a book which. If you were to die in the middle of reading it, would make you look cool. Okay, so just always bear that in mind when you're reading a book. You could die in the middle of it, and just make sure you look cool. All right. Okay, I'll bear that in mind. Um. So okay. So I thought we could start by going through some British prime ministers. Okay, and then talk about some of the things that have happened in the last few years. So let's go back to like just before we were born, of um, the Iron Lady, Maggie Thatcher, Margaret Thatcher. Yes. So, um, yeah, she was good. <laughs> so let's go to the next one now. <laughs> let's move on. 
Yeah. So as as I mentioned, I don't know that much about politics, but I do know <laughs> that she put the working man on the street. And I know that because my granddad, my dad's dad, every time her name was mentioned, I just saw his face go red. <laughs> and then he would start pointing at me like I was Margaret Thatcher and saying... <laughs> She put the working man on the street. And I was like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you do have a fairly similar haircut to her, actually, to the Iron Lady. <laughs> maybe that's where he was, like, his, his sight was maybe not at his best. And he was... <laughs> You've got a bit of Maggie about you. Yeah. Yeah, fashion icon of mine I someone I have always <laughs> admired and tried to base my style on um, is Maggie Thatcher so so that that's enough of Maggie then we moved on to John Major that's correct pronunciation yeah John Major yep very very reminiscent of um, one of our friends and uh, a person on the podcast uh, Corporal <laughs> Coma they do they've got very major vibes I almost knew you would say that. But when I was a kid, he was the first prime minister I remember. And he's the type of person I thought, I, I kind of trust him. He's got glasses. He looks pretty boring. A kind of what could be described as a steady Eddie. I don't know why we use this term. Just someone that is not going to do anything stupid. Just nice and steady. Steady Eddie. Yeah, you think that. Didn't he end up having some kind of wild affair with... Uh... <laughs> With uh, with someone in his, in his office. That, I mean, I remember when that came out in the newspapers. That was just, it was just disgusting. Correct. Yeah, I have done my research. Edwina Curry, um, and she described him apparently as a sexy beast. Now, <laughs> see, that's where him and Corporal Coma differ. <laughs> that is a that is a big change. Even John Major, and maybe for younger listeners, go and find a picture of him on Google. Does not strike me as a sexy beast. If you there's anything, what, th you don't know what was underneath <laughs> that suit, though, do you? None of us do. <laughs> a good point. You know, once he's in that bedroom, lights are off. He maybe just becomes a beast, a sexy beast, not just the normal one, a sexy one. Unbutton his pajama top. <laughs> Is put his wide rimmed glasses on the bedside table. You don't know what's coming next. He's after you. <laughs> well, maybe he keeps the glasses on during the job. I don't know. Could do. But maybe he put them on Edwina. Who knows? We don't know. Actually, you know, I luckily don't have problems with my eyes. Um, you wear glasses, Hillary. Do you? Uh, do you keep glasses on just so you can see everything? What's it like? Can you? Are you? Can you not see things? You're just touching stuff and you don't know what it is? How does it work? What, what I normally do just for safekeeping is keep them on my head but turn them around so they're on the other side. So in case of any emergencies, I can quickly flip them around again. Good idea. Yeah, Good idea. it's pretty smart. I like it. Um, very nice. So, okay, that's, that's major. So then we move to Tony Blair, which obviously this for us, we were kind of like 13 at the time. It was like new labour. It felt like a new thing was happening in Britain. There was Britpop music. It felt like a whole new generation. It felt so exciting, didn't it, Hellraiser? Revolutionary. 
That was the yeah. that was the beginning of uh, Britpop, wasn't it? Blur versus Oasis, all, all of that as well. D D reams, oh, things can only get better. Um, <laughs> you can cut and play that there if you want, just to seamless. Yeah, and it really yeah did fit the time of things could only get better, but unfortunately it got worse because he turned out to be a bit of an idiot. But his his right hand man, so his kind of assistant, well one of. I remember you always mentioning because his name was Ed Balls. Do you remember that Hellraiser? And you constantly just talking about it and finding it the most hilarious thing in the world. It is a it is a crazy surname, Balls. I mean, we're, we're nearly we're nearly twenty years down the line, and that's still funny. <laughs> so um, I've got I've got no regrets. Who has that kind of name? Change your name. If you're going to be in the, the public eye, you're just asking for it. Yeah. So Ed, short for Edward and Balls, you know, I mean, that can mean whatever you want, really, can't it? But um, but yeah, so his he gets letters to his house, Mr. Balls, and his <laughs> wife, I imagine, has taken his surname, Mrs. Balls. So uh, well, at Christmas, probably the Balls. <laughs> Yeah, to the balls. <laughs> dear, dear balls. <laughs> you see, it's, it's, yeah, 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 it's classic. It's timeless. It's never going to get old. Absolutely timeless. Um, and then, so we moved to Gordon Brown. It was kind of back to boring, kind of like John Major kind of thing again. But what, one of his greatest moments, in my opinion, was he was doing something politicians do. They go out and meet people. And he was talking to a woman and he was like all polite and said, thanks. Yeah, lovely to meet you. Um, and then he got in the car, but didn't realize his microphone was still on. And the first thing he says was, that was a disaster. I don't know why they made me talk to that woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was classic. I remember that. That is good. It's always good when politicians fuck up. Do you remember when uh, I think it was around the same time that... Um, Big, big Johnny Prescott was uh, walking through a town and then someone egged him from close range and then he so just threw an egg on him to be egged. Yeah, to yes. throw an egg on someone. <laughs> and then he immediately just left hook them straight in the face. So yeah, left hook being a punch to the face. Yeah. And he got a lot of support for that. If someone throws an egg at you, they deserve to be punched. So I I gave him my full support. Did you? Have you been egged? You must have been egged. I ha- I have been egged on our last day of school. Um, I egged quite a few people, and then someone someone egged me. Someone got me right at the end of the day. But you know, if you if you play the game, you've got to take it, Hellraiser. So I I didn't punch the guy who egged me. He was also a lot bigger than me, so I I didn't I didn't risk it. Let's say, but otherwise I I would have done. Yeah, live by the egg, die by the egg. <laughs> Yeah, I, that's another thing that I repeat to myself in the morning after I'm fantastic. Um, live, live, live by, by the egg. egg, die by the egg, yeah. Um, then we moved on to David Cameron. Um, and again, very much looked like a, a, a kind of steady Eddie, but he was the one that caused all of the problems. He, he was the one that said, like, this will be a good idea. Let's have a, a vote to leave the European Union, which... Um, is kind of where the the shit hit the fan, let's say, where everything just started going 
tits up, let's say. Uh, so tits up is a nice term to say very badly. Very lovely badly. Term. Lovely term. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why tits up. It, it really has no sense, does it? But um, Tits down would be more appropriate. I don't know. I just don't know. understand why the preposition is needed there. It's just tits up. But Why isn't it balls up? Balls up would be weirder than, than tits up, I think. More uncomfortable. Certainly more uncomfortable for Ed Balls, wouldn't it? But uh, just be another another stick to beat him with, another one to hit him with. Hit his balls with. <laughs> we could have just made a whole podcast about Ed Balls, really. We, we should do that next time. I think it would be... Maybe we could move that into the family chat. Those, those lucky family listeners. Absolutely. Um, and then we move to um, Teresa, Teresa May. Oh, um which yeah didn't didn't really work out for her did it i suppose her most famous thing was her dance moves oh, which Christ. were very <laughs> cringeworthy weren't they so you look and you kind of think oh i just don't understand why I, i've never seen any politician who has got like any element of like cool about them at all mm. british certainly certainly british it's a good point, actually, that none of them have got much rhythm. Not that I have. I'm, I just want to underline this now, but they certainly seem to be missing it. So to be dancing in public was was a risk, which didn't work out. Although I did see one tweet, which I thought was hilarious, which said, you may be laughing at Theresa May's dancing, but in a post-Brexit apocalypse, now where the world is ending... This will be the new uh, Macarena. So the the Macar or is it the Macarena? We say I don't know the the Spanish one. You know, Dumana here, Macarena, Macarena, Dumana here, Macarena, Macarena. I knew it before you started singing it. So thanks. <laughs> My Spanish, I think, was just perfect there as well, wasn't it? That was spot on. Yeah, really on point. A- absolutely perfect. Um, and then we moved to Boris, which um, we've actually done podcasts about him. I don't even think it's worth. It's worth starting, but um, and and then there was Liz Liz Truce Truss. I she wasn't actually Prime Minister long enough for me to find out how to correctly pronounce the name. How is it? Truss, Truss. Right. Okay. Um. So yeah. Now, obviously, her she also has highly embarrassed herself, especially with this thing about the lettuce. Have you seen this? No. What's that? So um, apparently the Economist magazine, this is where it started on the 11th of October, dubbed Mrs. Truss, so dubbed her, called her the Iceberg Lady. Okay, Iceberg, a, a type of uh, like lettuce, um, and predicted her career would have the shelf life of a lettuce. Okay, so sh- that she wouldn't last as long. So then obviously one of our fantastic newspapers, the Daily Star, decided to buy a lettuce and put a live webcam of this lettuce and actually gave it a wig as well and some eyes and to see who would last longer. So which would like basically go first. And it was it was the Prime Minister. It was Liz Liz Truss that went first. That is hilarious. That is that's too good. <laughs> the thing that I really don't understand is that um, apparently, because there was a webcam on this lettuce, sometimes there were more than 20,000 people watching it. (laughs) Now, what are you doing if you're watching that? 
Well, just see what happens, aren't you? Just seeing if the lettuce does in fact survive. And uh, how many people are watching at the end? What's the like, total uh, viewership? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. But so there were some hilarious, some gags as well, some jokes saying like, let us rejoice. Um, so rejoice, like be happy and trust sunk by an iceberg. Oh, like God, the- that's <laughs> This is one thing that with all of the enormous shitstorm, like at least we can be proud of the uh, the great British press coming up with that <laughs> that kind of uh, that kind of that kind of gag. So good, um, but yeah, that's true. But obviously, around the world, they obviously were looking at this a bit strange. Apparently, in America, they there was a headline saying why why is Britain comparing its prime minister to a lettuce, <laughs> which. Is a very valid, (laughs) very valid question. Okay, so we are going to continue this episode in the family area. So if you want to listen to all of it, remember, you just need to become a member. So go to the website, click become a member. So on to the vocabulary. I also have some R&R pronunciation for you today, R&R pron, which I'm going to start doing a bit more now that I know what I'm talking about with pronunciation, because before I didn't. And that's the problem with most teachers. They don't actually know anything about it. So just one quick little clip from today. Listen to how I said this. I can imagine. So obviously there I said, I can imagine, but notice how the word can becomes can and also the word imagine becomes nimagine because the N of can has linked to the word imagine. I can imagine. Did you notice? These are just a couple of things that we study in my new course, Fluency via Pronunciation and Storytelling, because it will also help you become a better listener. Anyway, on to today's vocab. We had the term overrun because we spoke about my poo, which overran. So when something overruns, it goes on for longer than you had expected. We had the word Buffer. Now you can use this for videos when a video is buffering. So a video is basically loading or as a 10 minute buffer between poo and next lesson, like a 10 minute extra space, let's say. We spoke about having poos like clockwork, like they come at the same time every day. You can set your watch by them. I spoke about my clothes and I spoke about jogging bottoms, which, you know, a pair of Adidas jogging bottoms, like tracksuit bottoms, casual ones that you wear around the house, not to weddings. The Hellraiser also used the word I didn't know, even though it is actually only two syllables vagrant which is a person that has no house let's say someone that kind of lives on the street vagrant and he spoke about me and said I seem down and out so if you are down and out you've kind of just given up hope I spoke about a pep talk I give myself now pep talk is something like yes I can do this I'm the best I'm strong I'm intelligent that's giving yourself a pep talk And also affirmations, it's the same. These positive statements are affirmations. The Hellraiser said about the review we received, the word culture that we talk about culture is a bit loose. It's not really 
exactly what we do here at Rock and Roll English. So that's a nice term. It's a bit loose, not really the exact things we do. We spoke about hard hitting topics, the big important things we talk about. We also briefly mentioned a steady eddy. I don't know why we use the term eddy, probably because it rhymes with steady, but someone that is steady, a nice steady Eddie. The Hellraiser spoke about John Major unbuttoning his pyjama top. So when you unbutton it, it's you're wearing pyjamas, you take them off, you need to unbutton them. Notice that verb to unbutton buttons. But obviously you don't want to repeat the word buttons. We spoke about getting egged when someone throws eggs at you, a left hook, a left punch. We had when the shit hit the fan, that's when things go really badly like going tits up, going really badly, like we spoke about as well. We said how the ex-Prime Minister Liz Truss was dubbed the Iceberg Lady. So was dubbed, was given the name and that she had the shelf life of a lettuce. A nice term there. Think about at the supermarket, how long something can stay on the shelf for. That is known as the shelf life. And then we had some hilarious gags, some hilarious jokes like lettuce rejoice, rejoice, be happy. So that's my message for you today. Be happy. Just think about Ed Balls before you go to bed and I promise you will be happy. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. I will talk to you all very soon, but in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.